Good afternoon. This is the Mystery Book Discussion Group, and I am Ann Parsons, your facilitator. Today is July 26, 2015, the 25th anniversary of the ADA, which I guess is somewhat significant, so I mention it. Um, and we are discussing one of my all-time favorite books. In fact, I think I, if I were to say, if somebody were to ask me, you know, what are your ten favorite books, it would be on the list. This Rough Magic by Mary Stewart. And so, as I usually do, and please don't feel bad if you... You know, if you didn't like it, just say so. You know how we are in here. So, um, did you like it? Did you not like it? Yes or no? And why? Well, I'll jump in. This is Alan. Uh, I, I enjoyed it pretty good. Uh, it, 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 it felt a little dated, but I mean, it's, I mean, it is a little dated. I mean, it's, it was set back. I had a hard time getting the actual beat on the actual date that it was all supposed to be taking place, but it felt like. Maybe the 1950s. Maybe I missed that. Maybe y'all can clarify for me. But uh, uh, the, you know, this was obviously a converted cassette book, I, I assume, and uh, uh, the, the the narrator seemed a little old-fashioned. But I, but I thought her voice was good for the story and for the setting and stuff. Uh, you know, the story clipped along. I like the characters pretty 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 well. And uh, uh, the only thing that I've never I've never read The Tempest, so I've got it uh, added to my wish list. So I'm gonna try to. I make myself read The Tempest since uh, uh, there's a lot of references to it in this book and stuff. But uh, I thought it was a good read. I didn't have I didn't have any trouble getting through it at all. So I, I enjoyed it. I had read The Tempest, and and so I think it did give it an extra dimension. You know, that made it kind of fun uh, because I like reading dick books of different periods, different genre, different types. Um, I always like it when we're exposed. To a different one, you know, then we can always say, well, I didn't like that one all that much. But um, it was interesting. I paid attention on the on when this book was actually published and, and you know, or, or at least put it on audio. And it was in 1964. And did you notice you could actually hear her turning the pages, which is something we never hear anymore. And I was just thinking, just shows how things have advanced. I, I guess my only... Negative, semi-negative comment is: Wasn't she absolute our heroine? Ab- absolutely, perfectly wonderful. She just figured it all out and was so brave and so wonderful, just like Mary Stewart's heroines are. Well, I didn't particularly enjoy this book. I didn't particularly like the narrator. Um. I always get tired when people do dumb things like um, the heroine did in this case where she didn't talk about Yana Zuli or whatever going up to the one house and when she went into the boathouse is it towards the closing things. Those just don't – you know, they're a little like in a slasher movie. The people hear a noise upstairs – after someone's been slashed, so they'd all go up and see what's going on, and somebody gets slashed. Um, 
I like some of the descriptive stuff, but I don't know. I think I'd give this an okay minus if I had to rate it. And my own, my favorite character was the dolphin. Well, I have to say that I really did not care for this book. I liked the dolphin, too. I just read two hours of it, and then I just, I just couldn't continue. I just thought it was just too boring. I also think that I had trouble with, um, not with Mary Jane. Well, yeah, I guess, well, see, I was always a big Mary Jane Higby fan. I loved her reading. And I don't know in the transfer um, parts of it I found to be very difficult to hear or to understand. I had my volume up pretty high. But I, to me, it, it was just... Um, I just didn't like it. <laughs> uh, too much description. Sometimes I like description. Sometimes I don't. But um, I, I just didn't. I just didn't get into this at all. Except I, I like the dolphin too. Well, I was kind of looking forward to this because it's been forever since I'd read a Mary Stewart book. She's never been one of my absolute favorite authors. But on the other hand. She was really, I thought, pretty cool when I was in high school. And this this book is a little bit older than that. I thought that um, I thought that the descriptions of the place, Corfu, made me really want to go there. And now I wish I'd read The Tempest because, or at least I was more familiar with The Tempest. I think I've heard parts of The Tempest, maybe the whole thing at one time or another. Um, so I think I would have enjoyed it more if I were more familiar with that. But it was sort of not my my cup of tea for the most part, and I don't think that um, I would be. I'm ready to go out and actually uh, look up any more of Mary Stewart's books. I've read two or three. Um, Joni, you know, I thought that the the quality of the recording was probably about as good as I could get it, based on the fact that it was done in '64. But I tell you what. I had a lot of trouble hearing it myself, and I don't think I've got hearing problems or anything. It just was muddy feeling to me. Um, I read The Tempest when I was either in high school, I think in college, and I just did not remember it. And I think I should have read it first, too, and the book would have been more meaningful to me. But um, I was frustrated because I didn't remember um, very much about the Tempest. I mean, it was a long time ago, and um, uh, there have been a lot of cassette books that have been done um, from even before. Uh, maybe it was. No, I'm just thinking from before that. We didn't really start getting cassette books till 1971. So. But no, I don't know what year the, the cassette book was um, put out. So even though it was copyrighted in copyright in 64, we don't know when it was. I mean, I didn't get far enough to know when it was recorded. That's what I'm trying to say. Well, I, I appreciate all your opinions. I really do. And, and the fact that we know each other all so well and the fact that we can 
be honest about our opinions is, to me, very special because this book, for me, okay, I think I read it for the first time when I was in high school or college or whatever, and it really resonated with me because, number one, I'm a Shakespeare fan, okay, and I've read The Tempest, so... um, you know, and number two, my parents were both actors, so that also resonated with me. And you know, I just it just um, for me it just it, it just is a timeless piece. And yes, it's outdated. And yes, um, I think it takes place. Oh. Somewhere in the late 50s or 60s, you know, because this is during the time that Albania was behind the Iron Curtain and and uh, they were friends with China instead of being friends with Russia. And I can't tell you when that all political stuff, you know, took place. But, you know, it's it's somewhere in the the 60s, 50s, 60s, somewhere in there. But, yeah, it's outdated, and I just love the characters. And, yes, um, the heroine was the perfect heroine. And, yes, she did make mistakes, like we all do. But I just, you know, Mary Stewart's writing is is special, for me, anyway. Um, And... I love her descriptions of the countryside and and of Corfu, and um, I especially loved that uh, description of the Sunday morning procession in Corfu town, where the 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 you know they were processing with the saint and so forth. It's just so unusual, and this the description is is so well done. And um, I just really, really uh, like everything about this book, I have to say. But, um, you know, I I don't know. I guess I'm a little wacky. What can I tell you? But um, these are my opinions, and I'm sticking to them. Um, As far as characters go... Of course, I like Lucy Waring. I mean, I have to be... I have to be interested in the character before I'll even read the book. You know me. If I'm not interested in the characters, I just don't, I don't read the book. Um, and the, the, the bit players are, are just wonderful in this book. The, uh, you know, the, the, the housekeeper and the, and the uh, the twins and the so forth and the um, and Sir Julian. Oh my God, Sir Julian! I mean, he's just you know the epitome of of actors and and um, you know just 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 really wonderful and and um, I I know people that are sort of like that. I mean, not not really, but sort of that have elements of of Sir Julian in them. So, um, you know, I, that's, that's why I find this book resonates with me. But 
It may not with you guys. So I totally understand. I really do. Um, does anyone have anything to say about character or anything else regarding uh, this rough magic? I was going to say I, I really liked uh, Sir Gillian too. He was uh, he was probably my favorite. Of course, we all love the dolphin, but uh, uh, I think Sir Gillian was probably my my next favorite character, and he was just. He was so uh, a, a typical a Shakespearean actor, always quoting the stuff, and I thought that was kind of, I thought that was that was entertaining, and I enjoyed the the descriptions uh, of Greece. It's, it's nice to it was nice to hear Greece in a little bit different light since it's been so negative in the news lately with all the financial problems they're having over there, and it was kind of it was kind of nice because I don't I've never been to that part of the world, and I don't know much about. That. I mean, other than. Other than reading the Odyssey, I'm not sure I've ever read any of the books that, were, that, that had any Greeks in them. So I need to, I need to uh, dig through Bard and find some more stuff that uh, uh, might have a, uh, might take place over there. Uh, uh, but uh, uh, maybe, maybe I read something by who was that guy that wrote Rich Man Poor Man? I think maybe one of his characters may have been Greek. But uh, anyway, uh, I'm blathering now. But uh, uh, Sir Julian was was very entertaining, and uh, the the descriptions of, of Corfu, Corfu and stuff were, were were very well done. Well, I thought it was a, going to be dated a lot earlier because she said she was going, she was changing into her swimming costume, which means you know I was thinking something like that would be in the 30s or maybe even earlier, but then they she changed it at one point to a bathing suit, and they ta- started talking about transistor radios. So that helped me date it a little better. I did like Sir Julian also. Um, I would have liked to have met him in person. I'm impressed with anybody that can quote Shakespeare, because about the only thing I can quote is the first line of Hamlet's soliloquy. Not only did I did he quote it, but he quoted it so aptly. It was just wonderful. Um, yeah, I thought he was really fascinating. And I can understand why, um, with a background like yours, and that this would be a fabulous book. I mean, it makes perfect sense to me. And, you know, I don't really know much about actors. I've never been around them very much. So it really didn't resonate for me, partly because of that. Partly uh, it felt a little bit... Um, I don't know. She she was kind of like admitted to herself at least that she was really only like a second grade or third grade actor. And so you know, I I don't know. That just kind of bothered me it, that she felt that way about herself a little bit. Um Alan, um one thing I wanted to mention, there's a marvelous movie called the Postman, which I don't know if you do movies at all, but if you can find it described, it's a fabulous movie, and it's very much about this part of Greek, the Greek islands, and it is just a very sweet movie. Um, you might like to get it just to get an idea of what that um, the place is like. I've heard of The Postman always rings twice, but this is just The Postman, huh? Okay, well, I'll, I'll look into that. That isn't the one where the world is ended and the guy's going around and trying to deliver mail, is it? <laughs> no, it's not that one either. This one is actually a translation from, uh, it's either Italian or Greek. I, when I went to see it long ago, 
I could still see, and it was quite a beautiful movie, but it was also a very funny and warm movie. It's about um, a little Greek village in the islands, and it's, I think that the original name of it was Il Postito, which is the postman in whatever other language that is. So it's a translated movie. Well, I think there is a movie called The Postman that's a post-apocalyptic movie. That's why I mentioned it. This one's definitely not post-apocalyptic. Um, there's, it's just, it's a very, it's a very funny movie. The Postman always rings twice. It's also a very good movie. Yes, but it's scary. This one's not scary. Sounds interesting. Okay, it sounds like uh, we've pretty well discussed the book. So, two things. Number one, our next meeting is going to be in August, and you know I never, I never run the meeting in August. So, um, I need a substitute um, facilitator. So, who wants to step up to the plate? I don't mind facilitating if you give us a book to do. Now, come on. I'm not going to do all your work for you. Good heavens. Um, (laughs) Well, um, what did I recently read that was so good? Oh, golly, I can't remember. Um, Did I tell you about reading A String of Beads, which is about the the gal who helps people to disappear? Um... And it's by uh, Tom, Tom somebody, <sighs> Perry, Tom Perry, Thomas Perry. Um, and, of course, it's in the middle of the series, so you guys may not want to read that particular book. I didn't know it was in the middle of a series, which often happens to me. Um, I just read it because it sounded interesting. And it was. It's a really good book. Um, anybody else got any suggestions? Let me look and see if I made any notes as to what we might be doing. Hold on. That last name, Perry, reminds me of a series of books that I read. I haven't read one in a long time, but the last name of the author is Perry. And it's actually, I believe, sisters who write the books. They're set in the West somewhere Um I think maybe, I can't remember exactly where, but um, this woman is a, it's, it's more a legal, they're legal dramas. I don't know if that's something anybody would be interested in or not, but if, if so, I'll see if I can find it. I'm looking through my wish list, and I've got, I'm trying to find anything I've got in here that's a mystery, and I've stuck one in here called Ordinary Grace by William Kent Kruger. Has anybody read that? It's a it's a mystery and detective uh, categorization. So uh, uh, looks like it may be set in 1961, but uh, hey, I'm throwing that out there. That name sounds familiar, but I can't place it. Is there a little bit of description with it? Sounds familiar to me. I don't think I read it, but um, but I don't know anything about it either. It says uh, Minnesota, 1961. Thirteen-year-old Frank. Dunn's summer is steeped in death. A hang on, let me make this bigger. Uh, let's see. A neighborhood boy 
hit by a train, a hobo found dead, and then a member of Frank's family is murdered. Boy, it sounds lovely. Frank is determined to seek vengeance and can't understand why his work why his younger brother isn't some violence and some strong language 2013 i must have gotten that off db review or something but i added it to my wish list for some reason um yeah i saw it on db review too i have a note here that says uh the rosary girls uh, DB59662. I don't have an author written down here. For August. And I don't know anything about it. Um, I think it's probably a serial killing sort of a thing. Um, but it says the Rosary Girls. Now I know there's one called the Rosary Murders, which I think is William Keenzel. But, um, and that's a good book, incidentally. Anything by Keenzel is excellent. Um, but uh, that's what I've got here. So you can make your decisions and do whatever you fancy most. The name Kingsel is new to me. I'd be interested in knowing how it's spelled. And, of course, I'm always interested in a totally new author that somebody has read books by that they like. Uh, did you say this is called Ordinary Grace, Alan? Um, that sounds good to me. A lot of violence and stuff like that. I love it. Not really. Not in true life, but in my reading. Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, uh, it was called Ordinary Grace, and it's by William Kent Kruger, but uh, this uh, this Rosary Girl sounds pretty good. I remember somebody mentioning that uh Maybe we talked about it here uh, before, but it's narrated by Scott Brick. You know how I like him, but uh, he's he's good. But uh, and 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 this is this is uh, this the Rosary Girls is suspense fiction too. So I, I don't care. I, I'll read either one of those two. Y'all y'all decide what y'all want to do. No, the Rosary Girls sounds good too. I vote for the Rosary Girls. Okay, let's do that, and uh, uh, I'll facilitate if, if that's okay with you guys, or unless somebody else wants to facilitate. I, I didn't hear a big rush to the microphones when Ann threw that out there a minute ago. Um, what's the number, Alan or Ann? Five nine six six two. Five nine six six two, and it's Richard Mon. Montanari, M-O-N-T-A-N-A-R-I. That's it, Richard Montanari, read by Scott Brick, my man. He is good. I may just read the book. I don't know, but uh, I I won't be here, but I might read the book anyway. It's, it does sound good. Um, all right, so you've made your decision on that. That's excellent, and thank you, Alan, for facilitating. Um, let's see, Sunday is the 2nd of August, so that would be the 2nd, the 9th, the 16th, the 23rd. So you will be on for the 23rd of August. As far as William Keensel goes, um, it's an old German name. 
Frau, it's 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 spelled, you know, like German. It's spelled the same as any German name. It's K I E N S E L, Kienzel, and it's William, and he writes books whose main character is a priest, and he has a sidekick. Oh, God, what's his name? The Irish cop. Um, oh, God. Mulcahaney? No. It's some, you know, it's it's an Irish... Uh, and it takes place in Detroit, I believe. Um, either Detroit or Chicago. I, I get these... I get him mixed up with... Um, what's his gumbus? Uh, that wrote all the, the Blackie Ryan books. Um, oh, God. Um, well, anyway, uh, he's another guy that writes about priests. But anyhow, this is William Keensel, and um, he's written several novels. And I can't tell you what the first in the series is. I don't think they're um, time-dependent. In other words, you don't have to read them in order. But, um, you know, they're they're... They're pretty good, actually. So if you have a mind to reading um, books of that type, that's who that is. Um, K-I-E-N-S-E-L. Keensel. Jill, what's the name of the book that you had recommended in Banquet? And I didn't remember. Something about the ice cream. The lady that... What is it? The Ice Cream Queen of Orchard Street. I just like that title, The Ice Cream Queen of Orchard Street. Yeah, that's, that's, that sounds nice. Yeah. Kind of reminds me of a, what were those orange things that I used to like as a, orange push-up sticks that were, when I was a kid. Good stuff. Having spent time when I was a kid shopping on Orchard Street in New York City, um, I've been there, and so it should be very, very good and I'm sorry that I didn't remember from Banquet but oh there are a lot of things that I don't remember these days but thanks Jill thanks for reminding me of it okay um very good um so we're reading the Rosary Girls and uh we have the book number and everything's set um so I'm going to turn off the recording if that's all right, you certainly may stay here, guys, and discuss anything you like. I'm going to go and hear the local news. There's probably nothing good on, but you never can tell. Oh, well, I was on the news on Friday. I was on the news here locally because I'm on the City County Council for Persons with Disabilities, and they were commemorating the 25th anniversary of the ADA and they had a presentation and I got to receive a big huge uh, certificate and I got to say a few words and it was on the news so for what that's worth with that I will say good night and have a wonderful month congrats on your 15 minutes of fame and I'm going to say thanks to everybody for their comments today and my brother's having uh, 
filet mignon and shrimp uh, and homemade french fries tonight. So, yeah, I'm gone. Have a good uh, rest of your weekend. Bye. Good night, everybody. See you next month. Good night, everybody. Uh, can somebody tell me real quick who the author of The Rosary Girls is? Richard Montanari. M-O-N-T-A-N-A-R-I, I think. But since you've got the book number, you could probably find it and, and get the correct spelling. But I think that's it. Um, and, Alan, where did you say you lived? Uh, where does your brother live now? Um Gee, uh, I think I think I'm just gonna order Scotty to beam me there. That sounds positively delicious. Oh, me too. I'll be there as soon as I can be, which will be in <laughs> two seconds. So, good night, everyone. Take care. Have a good month. We'll see you next month. Y'all dine with me virtually, and yeah, it was Richard Montanari. You nailed it, Anne. So anyway, y'all have a great evening. See you later. Bye. Yeah, bye, everybody. Alan, I hope you enjoy your meal. It sounds fabulous.